Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Loving Life Podcast, coming from a parent's perspective, where we take a look at the past, the present, and discuss what the future has in store for all of us. Welcome to the Loving Life Podcast. How's it going? It's Charlie Weto, and boy, do we have a good podcast for you today. Now, the topic was brought to my attention by my wife, Sandra, <laughs> yep. who's with me today. And and this stuff never gets by you. No, it doesn't. And you share well. Um, <laughs> today, is uh, the topic is all about, uh, what was it, something you found in an old economics book from like... A home economics book from the 1950s? Right. I'm a I'm a pinner. I love Pinterest. And I was going through Pinterest, you know, pinning my keto recipes and stuff like that. And then <laughs> I came across this like very, and at the time it wasn't chauvinistic, but at the time, uh, what I, I, what was the title? Something like How to Be a Good Housewife? Or, uh, no, it's uh, it? I, I don't even have the full title here. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's about taking care of your husband. <laughs> Okay. And I don't even I don't I, it, it it's hard to believe that this was a day and then and then I talked to my 93-year-old grandmother, God right. bless her. <laughs> and I was telling her about this article that you sent and some of the the topics in it off the top of my memory and uh-huh. she's like, "Oh yeah." Yeah. yeah. She, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Grandma, what did you do after high school?" "What do you mean what did I do?" "Well, what did you do for a job?" "I didn't have a job." Your grandfather said that my wife is not going to work. And that was back in the 30s. That Yes, that was back right. in the late 30s, right. right. But still, it was an era that is bygone now. Like, oh, exactly. see ya. And yeah. even if you would suggest that, oh, I would just be, I would be labeled. And... Well, you know, it also depends on the culture and the country. Because, you know, you have I, a point. I watch 90 Days, my fiance. <laughs> 90 day fiance and there are women who are very subservient is to this men. another is this another reality I'm show you're obsessed. watching obsessed i'm obsessed i belong to three discussion boards online about the show and like we're high-fiving each other we're talking about 90 day fiance plus the 90 days before which is a spinoff of the show which talk about the couples getting together it is it is fascinating and um uh, yeah, I belong to these discussion boards, but it goes back to the culture. I am speech. I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. Well, here's why. Here's why. It goes back to the culture and the culture and how, again, how people are raised. And for us, we look at it as Americans like, oh, my gosh, you know, in this Me Too era of really, you see this and go, this is all they know. This is how they were brought up. Right. And this is the culture that they res- you just have to respect that. Sure. I mean, I'm sure I, I, I'm I'm aware of different cultural, you know, the, the way it's treated in different cultures. <laughs> then and- you bring them to the United States, man or woman. It's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> oh. All right, so one of the uh, one of the uh, paragraphs in this uh, home economics books from 1950, <laughs> have dinner ready. 
plan ahead, even the night before, uh, to have a delicious meal on time. This is a way of letting him know that you've been thinking about him <laughs> and are concerned about his needs. Most men are hungry when they uh, when they come home, and prospects of a good meal are part of the warm welcome needed. Oh my God, you're lucky I'm home when you get home. But I, I really think, uh, don't get me wrong, if I can make dinner for the family, I love making, I love cooking. Oh, me too. And if, if I can make dinner. Sorry, I said that. If I can make dinner. Me as well. If I can make, will you stop interrupting me? Oh. If I can make dinner and have it ready for everybody. I mean, I love doing that. It's not expected. No. But I do, I do enjoy cooking. You don't expect that when you come home. You actually get annoyed when I'm cooking something and you have plans to cook. Well, I, my, our timetables are different. I mean, I you're done with work at 4 o'clock. Yep. And I'm done with work at 7 o'clock. And sometimes I don't even leave here at 7. I'll leave here at 8, right. 9, 10, whatever, depending on the day and the workload and what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, making you guys wait three hours until I, I get done you never on, do that. on, you never on the do air. That. But then I do like to come home and cook. And you know, so it's, you know, last night was a perfect example. You mm. went out and started cooking all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, I bought steaks. Because I, I yeah. knew tonight I'm going to a radio station function. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Thursday night I'm going to another radio station function. So that meat that we bought on Sunday I can't cook I have a certain window to cook it right right so now I've got so now we've got that in the fridge as leftovers and then plus the, all the food that you made I know and you then made I, food for you and you made food for the kids oh I wanted separate Alaskan, those were separate dinners I wanted Alaskan king crab legs and then I made uh shells and cheese did you hear that I wanted Alaskan king crab legs <laughs> something I've <laughs> What? I just wanted to whip some up. I was in the mood. Just wanted to whip some up. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was really good though. All right. And you were nice. You put it in the microwave. If I, I saved it for you, no, but you, you didn't did. want I, any. And no, I know I'm I, considerate of your I'm considerate of your heartburn whenever I make anything as well. So Heartburn's going away. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Heart heartburn's going away. Uh side note, heartburn. Yeah. Don't eat lose weight first off and your heartburn goes away because wow, really I, and, and that's the way it's, it's worked for me every time i've lost weight my heartburn goes away and that's because a you're not eating all of that food that causes that mm-hmm. but if you do your body can process it better and you're not like super stuffed overweight and you, you know yeah. your you're not popping just, tums like they're candy you know what i mean yeah so um yeah. Anyways, that was a sign. All right. So here's here's another one of the. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, this stuff is actually kind of funny. Okay. So remember, this is from an economics book from 1950, a home ec book. Prepare yourself, ladies. Take 15 minutes to rest so you'll be refreshed. 15, not 16, not 14. 15. Take 15 minutes. Uh, to rest so you'll be refreshed when he arrives um touch up your makeup (laughs) oh my lord oh man put a ribbon in your hair and be fresh looking he has just been with a lot of work weary people be a little gay and a little more interesting his boring day may need a lift First of all, the first 15 minutes I get home is my after work dump. 
And then after that, it's like sweats and Uggs and my ASU t-shirt comes on Mm -hmm. and my hair in a bun. And then I plop myself down, play with the dogs, and I watch some reality TV. Please take the word some back. You watch a lot of reality TV. I catch up. This is another podcast topic. This is a total another podcast topic. We will discuss. Oh, gosh. We'll discuss that. Okay, it's my decompression time. Fair enough. Okay. So it has nothing to and do with me. And I still look good when you come home, even in sweats. No, so. yes, you do. I All will right. never argue that. But at the same time, I walk in the door and the dogs are the ones that are really super happy to see me. <laughs> and until I poke my head around the corner and my face is seen... I won't get a hey. What's up? I go up? high all the time. I the always kids acknowledge down you. Down in their room, doors closed, doing whatever. I acknowledge you every time you walk in. I go mm. hey. I always do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Prepare the children. Oh. I don't want to go through that one because ours are grown up. But it says you know get the children ready and make sure they're they're happy when dad comes home. <laughs> You're not a pissed off. They are mess. little treasures, <laughs> and he would like to see them playing the part. Seriously. It's very leave it to Bieber. Very much a minimize all noise. Oh, please, really? So this is what I walk into at the house. Well, you know, it's, it's a reality TV show is on and all you hear is them beeping out the cuss words on television. <laughs> I, that's love and hip hop. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> At the time of his arrival, eliminate all noise of washer, dryer, dishwasher, or vacuum. <laughs> oh, this is really killing me. <laughs> Try it to really encourage is. the children to be quiet, be happy to see him, greet him with a warm smile, and be glad to see him. So. Oh, so oh. 1950s, right? So if I'm pissed off. Right. I just have to fake it. That's what they said in the 50s. Okay. It doesn't happen today. It doesn't happen, yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We are just each other's bitch posts when we get back. I mean, you're not going to bitch. Who else are you going to bitch at or bitch with? Right. No, that's fine. Uh, Some don'ts. Okay. Here's a don't. Don't greet him with problems or complaints. (laughs) That's the first thing I greet you (laughs) with. That's the only thing we have to talk about. Yeah, that's true. All right. We're we're each other's sounding boards. You know, that's just part of it. Well, I mean, you you keep it solid. Don't complain It's uh, if he's late for dinner. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I never complain. Count this as minor compared with what he might have gone through that day. Uh, you know what? There's a little bit of truth. I'm easier on you and not so... I don't say anything to you if I know that you're having a challenging day or if you've had a challenging morning. I don't need to bring things to your attention that you don't need to, to hear about or that'll irritate you or if I broke something in the house or you know what I mean. What? You know. Like, you broke something in the house? No, I'm just saying if there's something going wrong in the house, I don't need to bring that up to you if you're having a bad day. Would you ever bring it up to me? Yeah, but I'd wait for the right moment. Okay. Timing is everything. You'd bring something if you broke. Did you break something in the house? No, no, I didn't. Okay. Because <laughs> those will go by. I know. All right. Uh, and then the uh, last one I want to go through is the goal. So the goal of all of this. Back it's, from what? 1950 was the this goal. This is the an, an extract from the 1950 Home Ec book. Okay. It's got to be high school. Did, did you take home economics? Yes, school? I took, and I and I didn't do very well. 
<laughs> Mrs. Pollard was a witch. Oh, uh, yeah. There she goes. Uh, so the goal, try to make your home a place of peace and order where your husband can renew himself <laughs> in body and spirit. You know what? You just have to change out the word you know, husband. Like... <laughs> just change out the word husband and say your family. Okay. Right? Because you want your house to be a peaceful place. Sure. Right? But not just for you. It's like one of those things. I like to come home with the dishes all washed. I know sometimes. And put away. Yeah. Well, how about if I just wash the not, dishes right when you no, no, came no. in? I am not pointing at you. Okay. I'm not pointing at you. Okay. I'm saying in general, like when we go on vacation and we come back and the house is clean, that I like th- that feels good when I walk into that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you feel the same way yeah. when you walk into a mess. You're like going, what the hell? And it just adds. Well, that's why it doesn't help. That's why I make the bed in the morning before I leave to work. The bed is always made. First thing you do. It's the first thing I do. Because I know you do It's that. a sense of accomplishment as one task off my list for the day. And I appreciate that. And when I look at when I see that it's that it's made and I'm like, I could do that, too. But you, you just, always beat yeah. me to it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm perverse. <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, but no, I mean, we have two, um, very capable children who can wash dishes and they do, they've been better about it. I, I, I so badly want to say, Hey, do you, do you guys want me to wash this dish for you that you put in here? Yeah. No, they've been really, they've been better about it. So I have to give them credit for that. Baby steps. They're 19 and 15. How slow do you want to go? Pretty I don't soon. have to. I'm they, just saying. One of them doesn't even have to live with us anymore. Oh, don't. Uh. No, no. I, technically, they're an adult. They can go. They if, if she came home and said, I'm getting an apartment. See ya. But she chooses because she loves being around us. I know. Oh, this kills That's you, doesn't it? That's my firstborn. I know. Okay. Mine too. I know. And then we have our secondborn who's a firecracker who I think she's going to move out before our firstborn does. I think she is too. <laughs> All right, so uh, that wraps up uh, that podcast. So your 1950s home economics book uh, probably wouldn't be used in any school today. Probably not. Um, maybe overseas somewhere. But you got to remember, you got to think back to our mothers, and you know, we were. I was born in the 70s. You in the late 60s. Yeah. Our mothers, as hip as they were, still. And they both worked. I remember they when my still, dad came home. Yeah, my mother still did. She did what she did for my dad. And actually, vice versa, too. My dad yeah. was really good about yeah. making dinner and doing things for my mother oh, as well. Oh, your dad still does that I stuff. Know. And I mean, I you know, my mom didn't start working until, like, work working at the, at the hospital till later in her life. But mm-hmm. she, you know, worked odd jobs at Kohl's and all that kind of stuff back in the day. But I remember when dad came home, dinner was always ready. Mom yeah. was getting all that kind of stuff. And it, and it wasn't like expected or anything. Not that I know of. Yeah. It was just something, you know, you look, maybe I should look back at it as, as a leave it to beaver moment and go, wow, mom really did a whole bunch of stuff that I mm-hmm. really wasn't aware of, you know, from, you know, laundry to all that stuff, you know. Well, I think mothers had different roles back then. I mean, even now, I mean, when the girls were even in grade school, you know, when I was younger, my mom would 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 make cupcakes and she'd decorate each cupcake with each rose with frosting. I mean, it was so intricate and beautiful and we'd I'd be so proud bringing it to school. And now you can't bring Jack to school because it has to be store bought and things are just way different nowadays. They're not like when you and I grew, grew up, you know? Mm-hmm. So mothers play a different role. Now they got to go down to Fry's and buy a package of cupcakes or cookies. 
you know. So the the, the roles have changed. Definitely. SJW man, it, it it's 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 unbelievable. SJW, social justice warriors. Oh, okay. yeah. Just Same. I no, I mean it's it just it all trickles down and it affects everybody. Yeah. The things that we used to do. Because you did them because you were a good person that mm-hmm. you can't do now because one person in the group has screwed it all up. Well, and you can't eat peanuts on Southwest Airlines anymore. <laughs> Again, another podcast. Another podcast. In fact, uh, uh, Tim, my boss, uh-huh. he had, um, and I don't know, and I'm just bringing it up, but he's like, you know, you should do, you should do a video uh, thing on YouTube and it's like Charlie's Rant. Oh gosh! And you should just like do your rant, and and I'm like, well, he like goes, Joe you Rogan, do like Joe Rogan's good for that. Oh yeah, yeah. no, he's amazing. <laughs> he's got good stuff. Uh-huh. But I mean, it's yeah. You know, oh, don't get me started. Don't want to get into it. Okay. Um, it it's interesting. But so 1950s mom mm-hmm. versus 2018, 2020s mom. There's Very a big different. difference right there, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and you know what? I think it's a blessing that I actually can talk to my grandmother about that stuff and yeah. go, wow, you know, and it just really, it really puts things in perspective as to it was really like that. Yep. <laughs> That's not just a museum piece. That mm-hmm. is for, for reals, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, Sandra, thanks for coming down. Sure. Any uh, last minute additions? No last minute additions. I think we're all good. All right. Well, thanks for checking out the Loving Life podcast. I'm Charlie Weddle. That's Sandra. Uh, Thanks for coming down. Remember, the Loving Life podcast, it comes out weekly. Uh, Last week was kind of crazy, but uh, it comes out every week. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. You can also do it at radio.com right there on the app where you can select the podcast as one of your favorites, and it'll come right up on your app. Follow on social media as well, Facebook and Twitter. It's at charlieonair1. And just as important, please rate the podcast. Give it a review. We'd love to get your feedback because it's always a challenge to do these things and make sure that they're really cool. As always, thanks for your ears. Until next week, it's the Loving Life Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.